everyone and welcome back to another episode of 34 to glory last week i said hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of 34 for glory i don't know why but i did so <laughs> uh it's just me today guys uh a slip up with my dad with timing and everything like that but he will be back next week and the way we have to do these things is <clears throat> kind of you know time-based so Anyhow, he will not be here. It will just be my sweet, soothing, annoying voice. So, <clears throat> um, real quick, before we start this episode, um, we have had requests for calls and stuff like that, so we are going to set that up. So hopefully next week, or at the latest in two weeks, we will have that ready to go. Um, then another thing is... Uh, if you like this, uh, you know, I'm not big on rating and subscribing. I don't really care. I, I would rather have more people listen. So just tell people. And if you want to get a hold of us any way you can on if if we have an old post up on Instagram or whatever, just listen, write a comment and we can address it on the show. That, that That's all there is to it. Or if you hashtag us 34 to glory, we, we, we will respond. So. We're trying to be very interactive with the fans and not just be us because we also want to hear what you guys think. We want different perspectives. So enough of that. Let's get into one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. And I know that it could have been it could have been a lot worse. And you're absolutely right. Um, I'm you know, I'm going to speak for the neutrals out there. Um. I'm not a neutral. I'm a Bears fan, and I had a hard time watching. If you're not a Bears or Packers fan, and that's the opening game, you have to be sitting to yourself going, the hell did I just watch? What the hell was that? So, uh, where to start? I think we all know where to start, where I'm going with this, because on this podcast, we've talked about this a lot, almost to death. We're starting with the defense. So, our defense looked absolutely phenomenal out there. We held Aaron Rodgers to negative 12 yards. Negative, okay? I mean, that is <laughs> crazy, okay? That's just honestly crazy. It's the second fewest in his career in a quarter. We held him. He didn't have that good of a game, okay? There was one slip-up, I think where he got a long, deep ball because the safety, I, th I uh, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it was Eddie Jackson, kind of fell into the wrong coverage a little bit. And when he pushed up, he, he pushed up to take the crossing tight end instead of tracking the wide receiver up top. And Aaron Rodgers is going to take that shot. No, I'm not even going to say 99% of the time. He's going to take that 100% of the time. No safety over the top. He's going to throw the deep ball, and that's what he did. We got burnt. Um, You know, that's going to happen. I figured it would with Chuck Pagano. I was actually more impressed with Chuck Pagano's coaching than I was with Matt Nagy's, which 
if you would have, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, you would have told me that last week, I would have shit a brick. I would have said no way, right? There's no way one guy comes in, yeah, he inherits a great defense and stuff, but, you know, the other guy has been there two years, one head coach of the year. So, you know, that, that was a shocker. Uh, I expected our... Sorry, I just got an alert on my phone. I'm I'm trying to bring up the bear stuff and all this Antonio Brown stuff's popping up. I I was very surprised by our defense, honestly. Uh dude, we sacked him five times. Five times. You want to talk about pressure? Our defense, we held the Green Bay Packers to 10 points in a game. We played phenomenal. I don't care. Like defensively, there was it was it was it was awesome. It's we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. I mean, to watch and I want to make a point too. Um Floyd had like two sacks that game. Okay? And Floyd's good. Hakeem Hicks is good. Everyone on that line is good. like just I mean, absolutely ridiculous the way we played. I mean, I it was it was fantastic to watch. I'm trying to scroll through to get more stats as I'm buying time and doing a horrible job. It's really hard with one person. Usually I have my dad to like sling stuff off of, like a little behind the curtain look, and then I can scroll through and look at stuff. It's hard to do two things at once. I'm not a multitasker. So, scrolling defense. Here we go. <laughs> so, Robertson Harris is who I want to talk about. This dude is 26 years old. He's 6'5", 292 pounds. He is an absolute stud. He got a sack last night. He he was phenomenal. Honestly, just straight phenomenal, man. Uh, Cleo Mack, though, I want to talk about him. Uh, he did not, or he did not get one. He he got one tackle for loss. Uh, five total tackles. He, um, you know, five solo. They were all solo. He um, he didn't get a sack. But I want to talk about this because he doesn't need to get a sack every game. Aaron Rodgers knew where he was the entire game. His head had to be on a swivel for him. And then that freed up our one-on-one matchups to beat everyone else. And everyone else was getting beat. We were blowing the Packers off the ball. Floyd had two sacks that game. Okay. Hakeem Hicks had a sack. I mean, Aaron Lynch had a sack. I'm just giving out this. Sh- and then, you know, we t- so we had five. So one Lynch, one Hicks, two Floyd, and uh, the other one was Robert Harrison. Robertson Harris, my bad. So, yeah, I, I need to learn that name because I feel like that's going to be a stud. I feel like that boy is coming up, and I need to learn that name. Um, we all should actually, I know it's one game, but he looked good. Eddie Goldman looked good. Listen, all our big guys, our defensive line stole the show. Our coverage was really good. I was really impressed with our coverage from our cornerbacks, but what I was super impressed with, and I am being completely honest here, this kid has not missed a beat since he has stepped onto that field. And that is clearly Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith I listen, uh, 
and is anyone else please write on our page if anyone else is annoyed at the the jibber jabber of one Chris Collinsworth it is so annoying you can tell that he is solely focused on the Cincinnati Bengals and has not watched any any single part of the Bears because what he kept saying is oh you can tell Roquan Smith man he's getting better that was more of a John Gruden I can't do it Chris Collinsworth he goes basically he kept saying the whole game he goes oh you can tell like his second year that um yeah this is my Chris Collins one now his second year like you can tell that the he's just picking up the speed of the game he led our team in tackles last year what the hell are you talking about as a rookie he didn't miss a beat last night he's fast he flies to the ball I mean he played outstanding uh, Danny Trevathan had a little bit of a quiet game, but you know what? It's good when you have quiet games if you all play that good. You all can't play and have the best game of your life. They all did a part, even though that part doesn't show up on the uh, stat board. So, with all that being said, though, I got to go back to Leonard Floyd. With him not having... Last year, I think we all were like, man, he needs to step it up. Man, he needs to step it up. How good does he look now that he doesn't have a broken hand? If you remember last year, he had a broken hand. He had to play with that broken hand. This year, I mean, no broken hand. Our defensive line looks like they want to take the game over. I love how Floyd and Mack will flip-flop sides. There's no one true position. They'll switch it up. They'll try their luck. Which, you know, honestly, back in the old days, you would just have your one-on-one matchup the whole time. So, could you imagine being a left tackle and going up against Khalil Mack and he lines up against you and you're like, okay, I, you know, I got this, this is my matchup for the night. And then the right tackle's over there going, huh, thank God I'm not the left. Wait, what's he doing? He's switching. He's coming over here because that's what we do now. We switch. I like it. It throws people off because you're getting different looks every time from two, one elite pass rusher in Khalil Mack. And I want to say one above average who has potential, I'm going to say it, potential to be elite in Leonard Floyd. He's really coming to his own. He's quick, he's fast, and he's I, I, he looks stronger. He looked stronger. Also, had a big game on the corners, was Kyle Fuller, man. Let me tell you, Kyle Fuller was flying around. He led the team in tackles with six. He was flying around to the ball. I mean, he looked fantastic and when you hold uh, our whole secondary it starts with the offensive or the defensive line because Rodgers was pissed he got sacked for the fifth time he slammed the ball down I mean we're that good so I don't want to hear this bullshit about last year oh he wasn't he was hurt he wasn't the same person no we're that good that's what it is um and you know that just it's incredible. 10 points, guys. Like, 10 points. That's what we held them to. That doesn't happen. I, that, that, not with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, let me just read you his stat line. He was 18 for 30, only 203 yards. Now, I say only. Now, we all need to put this this stat line in perspective. This is Aaron Rodgers, okay? He's probably going on his way to Canton. He's only 35. He's not quite in the prime of his career, but he still is one hell of a good quarterback, and he could still beat you with one leg. He did it to us last year. 
he beat us this week, year, but well, that's a that's a whole nother story, and we'll get into that. So let me just read his stat line one more time. 18 for 30, 203 yards. He only averaged 6.8 yards per pass. One touchdown. You know, that was a jump ball in the back of the end zone to Jimmy Graham. Sometimes that's going to happen. I mean, that's crazy that, to say, oh, we let one touchdown go in, and that's the reason we lost the game. Asinine. Bullshit. He was sacked five times. His QBR are his uh, – QBR was 29.4. I mean, and his R, I don't even know what R, what is RTG? Fuck if I know. RTG was 91.4, so it doesn't matter. We all saw what we saw. I mean, you got to play us again, buddy. And this time, you still might win, but, you know, you're going to take a pounding when you play us. Literally, like, we're, we're here to... We're here to go. We're here to stay. So, now that that's out of the way, now that all the um, fun has has hit its course, we need to talk about the other elephant in the room next to the 800-pound gorilla that's in the room. Um, I'm not going to do that, though, quite yet. You know what? I just changed my mind. I want to go. I'm not ready, guys. I'm because last week, if you listened, I went off and I was right and I nailed it. You know what? I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but I, here, here we go. Toot, toot. All right, toot, freaking toot. Because he he sucked. Okay. And we'll get into that. But first, I want to go to the coaching. I felt like Matt Nagy was off his game too, guys. I really, really do. I don't think he was – he called more pass plays than run. Um, I think we have weapons. I was not high, and my dad was, and I'm going to give him credit. That David Montgomery can play, okay? That little rookie from Iowa looked damn good. Did not get the ball enough. Don't know why we're on this three-back rotation with Mike Davis. I don't want to see Mike Davis. I want to see Tariq Cohen, and I want to see um, – and David Montgomery, that's who I want to see. I don't want to see Mike Davis. Mike Davis didn't even really do anything. I don't need to see Mike Davis in my lineup. What I need to see is David Montgomery. I mean, look, guys, Montgomery carried the ball. He, he had six carries, 18 yards for six carries for 18 yards. Mike Davis had five carries for 19 yards. What What are we doing? <laughs> We needed to run the ball a little more, okay? I'm, and this play calling was shoddy, but here's my thing. We pick up Cordell Patterson. This is where I started really questioning Nagy's play calling ability. And I think he, I think he can correct this, and I think he will correct this, okay? I'm, I'm not trying to be hard on him, but you know what? This is, this is what we do. We critique things here, okay? And... We give props when everything goes good, but everything did not go good. You can't get Cordell Patterson, play him at running back the entire game, and then on a third and one, line him up in the backfield. And then not only line him up, but stack the box and basically say, he's our power runner, he's going to mow through you. That's not what happened at all, okay? (laughs) What happened was he got tackled and lost two yards because everyone in that building knew the run was coming. 
Okay, this, we ain't the 85 Bears, okay? And another thing I want to talk about why that didn't work. We moved Cody Whitehair out from center to guard. I don't really like this. And I'll tell you why. Because the center is the one that picks up the blitzes. He directs the line. He gives shout-outs who to pick up. We had a couple free runners last night on miscommunications coming to the backfield. We definitely had miscommunication on whose assignment it was on that run play with Cordell Patterson, and that's the reason we lost two yards. We can't have that, okay? I don't know if having Cody Whitehair to guard is worth it. He made the Pro Bowl as a center. He's a badass center. Centers are hard to find. I don't know why we're tinkering to where we can just think, oh, it's just... And, it, and you know what? If you think the line isn't important, you're full of shit. Games are won and lost on both offensive lines and defensive lines. Okay? Trubisky did get pressured. You know? And that happened. But the other thing, you know, that's that that's just the truth. I don't know if we made the right decision with moving him. So... Let's stick on Matt Nagy though. Another thing, we hit a uh, we hit a thirty eight yard field goal. Um, God, and I cannot pronounce this kid's name. It's he's he's Cuban. He's from Miami. He just he's pure Miami. He even has the um, what the hell is that little thing called above their name? Oh, you know what I'm talking about, like the little swooshy thing. Not swishy thing, but like when you have an Hispanic name or whatever. Accent? Yeah. He you know he's one of the he's the only player to ever have the accent on his back of his jersey. No joke. Yeah. Wow. I, we'll just call him Eddie for now. RTG was rating, by the way. RTG was rating. Okay, we got it. <laughs> RTG was rating. <laughs> Ninety one. <laughs> whatever. But yeah, he's from Florida. He's uh, Eddie Pinero. Oh my God, that's not right. That's how. That's God. That's so white. Pinero. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna figure out how to pronounce his name. I apologize, Eddie. Um, he kicked a 38-yard field goal earlier in the game, and if that stat, tra- I don't know how accurate that stat tracker is during the game. I have no idea, but. It said it was good from 57 or 58. So our offense is struggling the entire game. We actually get into field goal range. It's still 3-10. to 10, And it's 4th and 10. And we decide not to attempt a 42-yard field goal. Or uh, no, sorry, 52-yard field goal. It was a 52-yard field goal. If this kid can really kick that far... If that stat tracker is right, yeah, yeah, he didn't. My thing is, he didn't even have a bad game. What, what were, were we trying to punish him? Were we trying to send him a message because he made the field goal and directly after the field goal he made the thirty-eight yarder, he kicked the ball out of bounds on the kickoff? I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't know because I don't get why. Give him a chance. That's why we brought him in. Give him a chance to do what he was there to do. He won a kicking contest against nine other kickers, and if he can't hit a 52-yard field goal, we're in trouble. What's that say about us? I mean, guys, the weather wasn't even bad. It was Chicago when there was no wind. It was a beautiful day. 
I don't understand. That's where I'm like, Nagy, what what are you doing, bud? What's going on here? Get some points on the board. You know, if it was now, I would not be heavily criticizing him if it was fourth and anything fourth and five and under. Okay, so what I mean by that is, so if it was fourth five, fourth and fourth and five, if it was uh, fourth and five to go or anything below that, so like all the way, you know, four three two one. I'm fine with going for it. I actually like it. But when your offense struggles that much and you have fourth and ten and they can sit back on you and send pressure, and that's what they did. We took a sack. We can't have that. That that's that one's not on Trubisky. That is on the coaching. Other than that, not too bad a coaching job here and there. We threw the ball way too much. We already discussed that. I mean, so many pass plays were called that game. And it was, I don't know. We don't have that quarterback that can do that. It works with certain quarterbacks, okay? It just, it didn't work for, for, it didn't work for us, you know? So when Trubisky's out there throwing the ball 45 times, it's it's not good. Because he's not good. And let's talk about why he's not good. I said last week, and I'm not going to dwell on this. I'm not, I, I know... This has to be boring to people who like the kid. But if you still like him, open your eyes, get on board. I don't care. People can say, oh, it's just one game. It's just one game. Quit pissing away our defense, Trubisky. You're shitting all over our defense with your play. It's pathetic. And I don't need Chris Collinsworth to explain to me, well, that's why you don't play preseason. You're rusty if you don't play preseason. Blah, 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 blah. Are you kidding me? Tom Brady hasn't played a preseason his whole career, and he has six Super Bowl rings. The hell does that mean, Chris Collinsworth? Well, I'm just saying, yeah, shut up. Like he's here, and that see, that's how bad he annoys me. Now I'm having an inner monologue fight with Chris Collinsworth. So here's the thing with Trubisky. I know everyone's like, well, we lost last year and we went 12-4, and four, blah, blah, blah. You know what? That's fine, but that was last year when the offense wasn't supposed to be good, when the offense wasn't supposed to flow. That, that you know, that, that, that's when it wasn't supposed to be good. We weren't supposed to be good. We, we were learning a new thing. It was his first year under the system. He played worse this game than he did a year ago. Because he hasn't changed. What you're seeing out of him is already the finished product. If you would like to argue that, feel free. Holler at your boy. Other than that, you're full of shit. If anyone thinks that. He is a finished product. Okay? And if you think we are in a Tannenhill situation. If he plays decent and mediocre, Ryan... Ryan Pace has to go. I don't care if you like all his other draft picks because he's going to sink the ship because what he has done is he's built a ship and he has built a crew that is a magnificent crew, but the captain of that ship has no idea where he's going and we're lost at sea, but because it's the ship that he built, he is going to ride that ship until it is no more. What I mean by all this is watch out for the $100 million contract. 
They will give it to him. It'll be Jay Cutler years all over again. We'll be questioning ourselves. We'll be pissing away Khalil Mack career. Don't be surprised if a lot of our defensive players want to leave. It's going to happen. I don't know if we'll hold on to Floyd. I don't know what's going to happen because they're not going to want to stay. They're not going to want to put up with this. You know? It, that That's what's going to happen here. It's without a doubt what's going to happen. Because he's just good enough and there's not very... No, he's not good enough, man. You didn't get Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Washington, Watson is better than him. Hasn't even played a game yet this year. He's better. I'm calling it. Better. Okay? He holds the ball too long. Doesn't matter. Still better. Patrick Mahomes, enough said. Okay? Kid's on his way. Patrick Mahal of fame. Okay? I, I'm just flabbergasted why we can't get this right. Why we move up to get a kid from North Carolina who's only played one season at college starting. Okay? Why are we doing this to ourselves? It was a stupid move. I'll continue to harp. The, his play last night... Jesus Christ, this play last night. It was like I is watching paint dry. It was it was it was worse than watching paint dry. It was horrible. His vision, his accuracy, still a question. It still should not be a question. Throw the damn ball. Throw it well. Okay? Just he missed so many opportunities. He had some nice back shoulder throws to Allen Robinson and that can only go so far. You know, you still need to hit him open when he's yelling, when you're rolling out of the pocket and he's screaming for the ball. We have so many weapons around him. We're just failing, guys. And we're and I, here's what I don't want. Okay, we have some we have some easier games coming up, okay? We really do. The Broncos, I don't think are going to be one of them. That's who we play next. Okay, but then we play the Redskins, the Vikings, and the Raiders. So not the easiest with the Vikings, but if Trubisky has, you know what, I'll call it. When Trubisky has good games against the Redskins and the Raiders, I don't want to hear this anymore. Oh, look at that. He can play. Yeah, he can play against shitty fucking teams. Congratulations. That doesn't make you a $100 million quarterback. People need to understand that even when quarterbacks have bursts, look at Joe Flacco. I bring this up all the time. He won the Super Bowl. I said, don't pay him, cut him. Everyone's, what? And I know that I can't prove I said that, but I did. I said that. You know why I said that? Because his whole career he's been shit and he had one good run. One good run doesn't make you great. You know what makes you great? Tom Brady. That's great. That's the GOAT. That's the man. Okay? And he's the one over there taking pay cuts. Yeah, I know his wife's loaded. I don't care. Okay? That guy, <laughs> he sits in on special teams. That's what Gronkowski said. Special teams. Trubisky can't. You know why? Because he's too busy focused on trying to learn a playbook. The point is, don't pay him the $100 million, And I feel like it's coming. Because this, this podcast is going to get stale. It's just going to be complaints. I would love to talk about, you know, other weapons we need to add and stuff like that. But it's him. And he's sinking. 
He's a cancer on this team. He might be a fantastic guy, guys. And I'm not trying to knock his personality by saying he's a cancer, like a cancer in the locker room. No, he's a cancer on the team. We need to cut that cancer out of the team. And how do we do that? We can't this year. You know why? Because I said it earlier, too. <laughs> why are we having old man Chase Daniel as a backup? What That makes no sense. So if Trubisky gets hurt, then we're done? That's Because that's what they're doing uh, with the Eagles, too. If Carson Wentz goes down, they're done. Okay, I mean, my biggest problem is, listen, without him, we're Super Bowl bound. Let's go through some quarterbacks in the league. Obviously, Breeze, Super Bowl bound. Brady, Super Bowl bound. Rodgers, Super Bowl bound. Uh, I'm saying Nick Foles. Because he does enough. He did enough to beat us last year with that incredible defense. Again, our offense left off, our picked up right where it left off last year, okay? It did. That's all there is to it. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. No points in two games now, guys. No touchdowns in two straight games if you go back to the playoffs. And I do because it's pathetic. We've added more weapons. We haven't lost anyone. We stayed healthy all the way around, and we still can't win. You know how rare it is to have all your guys that healthy? And we had it last year, but we're not going to dwell on that last year. I'm, I'm, that, that was my last about last year. Last, last year. We're going to move on. Um, listen, I don't think our season's over, but I don't think we're winning anything. I don't think we're going anywhere. I haven't seen all the other teams play. We're recording this, you know, after the game. There's still games on Sunday that we haven't seen yet. So maybe after those games, we can do another podcast and talk about it. But, you know, that's what we're going to have to do. I just, I think I'm like the rest of Chicago right now, wondering, questioning, it's disheartening is a good thing too. It's very disheartening to to see this, to be a part of this, to relive this time and time again. So that's all I got on Trubisky. I mean, it was more of a it wasn't really critiquing his play other than he can't see. Like if you really want to critique his play, he has no vision. He stares down receivers and when the button when the comeback routes come, you know what happens? He waits till they actually the receiver stops. He needs to throw it when they're not even looking. Okay, that's how you throw that route. That's why Rodgers was burning us with a couple nickel and dime in it last night, and that's why he couldn't because he was throwing late. So there's not. I don't know what else to say because that's just who he is, and I don't know. I just, I don't know, but we'll wrap it up with, I'm going to go through and then we can have my dad. So he's not here right now. So what we're going to do is I just came up with this on the fly so that there's no arbitrate or no questioning that we're, well, it doesn't really matter. I was going to say no questioning that we're like conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. Well, I called the loss. I said, we're going to lose. So let's go through what I'm going to say. We're going to go through the whole schedule. 
like I did not explain that well at all, and I apologize. I'm like in my own head trying to multitask again and just fucking everything up. So let's move on. Uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say my schedule. I'm gonna say the winners, the losers. I'm not gonna give it, a, you know, a score at the end, but uh, uh, and then next week we can have my dad do it. He'll be a game behind. We probably should have done this earlier, like we did last year. We actually did pretty good last year, both of us. But we'll we'll just go and see how it goes. So, Bears at Broncos next game at Denver. I'm gonna say we win barely without seeing them play yet. See, this is hard without seeing anyone play. But you know what? That's the beauty of the game. Let's take a gamble. Bears at Redskins. Ooh, that is definitely a win. We should dominate them and crush them on Monday Night Football. Vikings Bears. So it's at Chicago. I'm going to go Bears. Bears at Raiders. I'm going Bears. Saints at Bears. Going Saints. Chargers at Bears. Chargers. Bears at Eagles. Eagles. So that just put us at a three-game losing streak is what I have us at. I think it's going to happen. Bears. Lions at Bears. Close, we pull it out. Bears at Rams. Okay, this is interesting, and we'll we'll break this down later. I think we beat I think we beat them because I don't think the Rams are very good, and I think people a lot of people are going to figure out Jared Goff this year. So I'm going to say Bears win. Giants at Bears. For the love of God, may we destroy them. I'm picking the Bears, obviously. Now this is all preconceived without like me saying there's no injuries you know obviously I can't tell the future if I did I would be loaded and I could tell you who to bet on and what spread uh Bears at Lions on Thanksgiving I think we I think we sweep the Lions again uh Cowboys at Bears on a Thursday Mm. Mm -mm -mm. you know what I think we win that one yeah, we win that one because we're home. Uh, Bears at Packers. You know, I think we get one back on the Packers that day. I really do. Uh, Chiefs at Bears. <laughs> that one's going to be uh, – Chiefs are going to beat us on that one. And then Bears at Vikings. I think the Vikings beat us too. I don't think we get into the playoffs and we lose the NFC North. So glad I left that on a positive note, huh? That was real positive and uplifting. Listen, I could be wrong. I don't know what. Listen, that 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 being close on that schedule is okay. But like I said, we'll go week to week though too, and uh, we'll post who we think is going to win and stuff like that because you know injuries are so huge. You know, if Mahomes forbid, you know, gets injured. You know, that's a different game for Chicago, you know, or if he's sitting out for something or if he has the flu, you know what I mean? So, um, with all that being said, it's time for me to go. I have talked for 30 some minutes now and it's hard. I'm going to be completely honest when no one else to bounce ideas off of. It's hard. I'm, my mouth is tired. My tongue is tired. 
your ears are probably tired because you're like, wow, this guy just keeps going on and on and on. And that's how he's ending the show is by just continuing to talk. So I'm done talking now. So remember, guys, it's always a good time when you bear down.